strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. Everybody, happy President's Day. It's Kristen Benz filling in for Mike Broomhead on this wonderful holiday. I'm so happy you're with us. And you know, Mike has a lot of names for me, but one of them is the Blonde Reaper. Because he feels that I tend to bring some bad news to your world every once in a while. But you know what? It's the news you need, and that's why I'm here. So we're going to talk about retail sales. And so, as you know, um, I was a retail analyst on Wall Street in my former life, and it's still pervasive in what I do. And so I follow the consumer and how they spend money. And if you listen to me, you'll kind of know what to do about that. So... This administration wants you to think everything's awesome. Move along now. Nothing to see here. Everything's great. Uh, But these retail sales that just came out beg the question, and it's really not so great. Um, Inflation spiked. And that's been kind of the, um, I don't want to give Bidenomics any credit here, but the tagline has been, oh, well, you know, gas is down and inflation is down and look all the things that we're doing for you and you should be feeling better. But really, if you look at the numbers behind the consumer price index, which we call the CPI, everything is up. Inflation is up. Food away from home is up. Groceries are up. And I don't have to you like you're smart. You know this because you're the people that are filling up your gas tanks and going to the grocery store and coming home and you can see what you have left. And on top of that, you have interest rates that are basically 23 percent. I'm going to spitball here as far as credit cards go. And then don't get me started on buy now, pay later. And Jess and I were talking about this earlier, just about how it's kind of phantom debt. So it's really not accounted for um, federally when you're talking about how well or how bad the economy is doing. So all of these great numbers that propped up the economy in December were basically based on fake financing for people made their Christmas happen. So back in the day, we called this layaway. Ed, you remember this layaway back in the day, right? So now the new fancy term is buy now, pay later or easy pay. And what people- After pay. (laughs) After pay. All the after pay. (laughs) And what people don't realize is, you know, that bill is going to come and it's going to be a lot more than you expected. And so on top of that, you have what? Student loan payments, Jess. Oh, yeah. You have, and then those that just got started back up. So you have- Um, students with student loan debt that they are now having to pay back again. And it's hitting them really, really hard because of the interest rates in there. And then in that same generation, it's the buy now, pay later. It's the afterpays, the layaways, everything. That's their bread and butter. Yeah. They love it. Well, it's very predatory. And a lot of younger consumers don't realize the interest rate that they're paying on top of that to finance it. It's like credit plus. You know what I mean? And it goes also back to the financial literacy classes that we were talking about earlier. They're needed for high school. Luckily, some schools are just now starting to implement that. But in the meantime, we have my generation and I think your generation as well that weren't told now about finances and how car loans and interest rates can affect you down the line. Well, and now 
it's funny that you mentioned that because we have record number of auto loan defaults right now because people that financed cars during COVID didn't expect interest rates to rise the way they did or gas the way. So you have homeowners insurance through the roof, car loans through the roof, car Car insurance. insurance. I, okay. I have my own little gripe about this right now because um, my boyfriend got hit um, from a red light runner, totaled his truck. Um, and then, so we had to just get rid of it. We just got him a new truck that was the exact same model, literally one digit difference on mm-hmm. the VIN numbers. Right. They are the exact same truck. Right. Came off the assembly line at the same time. We went to go in insurance with the same amount of coverage that we had last time, same insurance company, just a few years later. They 300% more. They jacked it up 300% more than it was. It's Three times. It's insane. Three times for the same truck. Yeah. And so here's the problem that people don't understand, or I, maybe the governor, government doesn't understand this. So that all has to, like money doesn't grow on trees. Trees don't grow to the sky. So that has exactly. to come from somewhere. Yeah. So you have student loan payments that are resuming, that mm-hmm. you weren't anticipating. That's going to eat into consumer spending and retail. Then you have... Um, Car loans, auto loans, homeowners insurance, car insurance, healthcare insurance, all the insurances are piling up and then you have mm-hmm. interest rates. So yeah. shelter costs, transportation costs. Rents are insane. Mortgages are yeah. insane. Transportation. Shelter costs with this last CPI report went up 6% year over year. Yeah. And, and that's just shelter, which they conveniently leave out of the core. Well, of course, because why would you want to talk about rents and things that people actually care about? Exactly. So it's the all things that are really affecting them, especially when shelter costs these days are about 50 percent, yeah, 60 to 50 percent of your total income and what you're going to be spending. Well, and then people are wondering, like, oh, my gosh, why aren't people spending? Because we they can't. can't. You know, and it was funny, um, a lot of the private labels are starting to skyrocket, like with Mm -hmm. Costco and Walmart and everyone's wondering why. Well, there's with all of the shrinkflation that's happening. If you know you like to buy a Kellogg product or an Abisco product or whatever it was, when you bring it home and open up that bag, you know, it's half full. Oh, yeah. So these companies are making tons of money on the backs of American consumers that are completely strapped. Mm -hmm. And we know it. The government's trying to pretend that you don't know it. Well, because they play these little games like, you know, the core inflation says this. But like we just said, that's minus shelter. um, All the things. Auto. Yeah. Gas. Yeah. Energy costs. Like things like like basically the core is minus the things that are the core of your budget, which in government terms makes complete sense because they're like, let's strip that out. Yeah. They're completely backwards. So if it. Yeah, I'm not going to go on a government rant right now. No, but it's not. um, Well, it's really apropos on President's Day that we have this discussion, but people need to talk about it. And no one is because the media would have you think that everything's fantastic. We have three dollar gas. Yay. You know, Arizona has the weird winter blend. Don't get me started on that situation. But, you know, so one thing drops. But like this over. Look at eggs. Look at the collusion with the egg industry and not to sound like psychotic, but the amount of money that you're paying and they have a lawsuit. They were a judgment against them for colluding. (laughs) So 
the American and they're consumer, not even good eggs either. They're, they're completely good. nutrient deficient, and I know that because I used to have chickens, so I know what your eggs are supposed See, to look like. This when is they the come type out of, that of that knowledge show. we are dropping today on President's Day. We got all the chickens, we got all the poultry, we got all the knowledge. Our founding fathers would be very proud of us. They would be very proud of us. Actually, mm-hmm. um, you have to do the research. You have to know what's happening, and you have to like stay ahead of the curve. So, what do you do? There's a cocoa shortage right now. Now they're saying there's a pork belly shortage. So those of you that imbibe in bacon, of which I am one, that is from the gods. Um, start hoarding that because. Oh yeah, yeah. Coffee. I've shortages. already got like six pounds of bacon at my house. Like, I think I need a new freezer. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm gonna throw that out there. You do not come for my bacon or my chocolate. <laughs> it's from my cold dead hand. Yeah, we will have some. <laughs> I will riot. See, <laughs> isn't Mike happy that I filled in for him today? I can tell. He's beaming he with pride. Absolutely. Um, we have so many more fun things in store. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's the last hour, so we got to go out with a bang. We do. And you guys are so much in luck because, oh my gosh, I can't even keep it straight, all the things we're going to talk about. So stay tuned. We're going to take a quick, tiny little break. I'm Kristen Bentz, in for Mike Broomhead, and this is KTAR. Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show. KTAR News, 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app. Jackson, what have you done for me lately? Okay, well, I'm going to do a little something for you on this President's Day. It's Kristen Bentz filling in for Mike Broomhead on KTAR News today. And if you're in the dating pool, if you're in this kind of dating app situation, the story is for you. So what would you say if I told you there was a website, a dating site rather, where the person's credit score had already been screened out. So you kind of knew who you were dealing with, um, that they were, I don't know, like a fiscally responsible. Um, Which seems like an entirely new concept. For readily available. There's so many. We could just go on and on and on. Um, I'm here today with Jess Welch, who's my producer and sitting in with me today. And I love her take on things. So we were laughing about Tinder and Bumble and all of the things. And I'm wondering if, and folks listening out there, please hit me up on Instagram, um, what you think about this. Do you think, like, would you subscribe? So it's called SCORE, FYI, meaning credit score. Get your minds out of the gutter. (laughs) Um, Hey. Um, Would you be more inclined to enter the dating pool if you knew that someone had a better credit score than the average bear? I don't know. What do you think? I think it's a positive for sure, especially with the last, I don't know, probably decade in the dating world. I haven't been in the dating world for a decade, but you're a lucky individual. My observation of it is it got pretty nasty there. So um, I think it's a good thing that people are wanting to know the credit score. You don't get the actual score, but you kind of get like a 
this is this is okay. You guys would so match on a level. So if you're in this kind of world, then you know this person. So I think the average, what did I say, 645, 625? It wasn't exactly great. Yeah, 640, <laughs> something like that. 640, which in this economy is kind of, I don't know. For people with student loans, which the most people do, I think that that's pretty average. And the last time, not the last time I went and bought a car, but I bought, I was looking to buy a car a few years ago. And everywhere I went, when I did have a 640 credit score, they were like, that's competitive. Okay. So competitive credit wise, competitive in the dating world. I like this. And I think it's better for just society as a whole that you're now, that there's a trend to the point where you need a new dating app, dating app for this for somebody with good financials, which means you're looking for something more long term and less short term, which is kind of what we've been dealing with this in, in this tender bumble society we have going on. I, I, that's actually a really interesting take on it because it is more about longevity. If you're looking into someone's credit score, exactly. and if they're fiscally healthy, which might also lend itself to what we were talking about earlier with millennials and Gen Z and Gen Z being more fiscally, not responsible, but fiscally aware. Yes, absolutely. I mean, they, they're living in the world of Robin Hood apps and trading, trading Bitcoin. yeah, day trading, like all it, the cryptos. It would have never like crossed my mind 10 years ago when oh, yeah. all this stuff happened. High yield savings accounts. I mean, they... Yeah, they're teaching me about finances, which I find very interesting. But I do like I do like the fact that the trend is leaning towards something more permanent, something substantial, long lasting. Um, And it goes back into what we were talking about, I think, at the eight o'clock hour of just being authentic and, you know, not living in this world where you have to keep up appearances for social media and you're doing everything for clickbait. Mm -hmm. Now I'm seeing this trend on social media of like getting back to the way that we used to post, which is just like, you know, taking a picture of our food and being saying, I went out here for lunch. Here's my dog. Yeah. Here's my dog. Yeah. I walked by this mirror and I looked really good. So, (laughs) you know, might delete later. Feeling cute. (laughs) Feeling cute. Might delete later. Exactly. Exactly. But it is funny because we were talking about um, earlier today, we were talking about Apple and their whole VR system that's people are returning um, for $3,500 refundable. And, you know, we were talking about the virtues of virtual reality versus actual reality. And a lot of my friends that are still in this dating world um, that are elder millennials, right? Mm -hmm. It's nice to have something tangible. And I think there is an epidemic of loneliness. I think there are all these people that have been stuck in this virtual world that is very fake. Like all the filters. Oh, yeah, absolutely. One of my girlfriends showed me this filter the other day and we were like playing with it and laughing like, oh, my God, I look amazing. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm like never responsible enough to like know how to filter my stuff on Instagram. So poor you. If you come across my account, that's really me. (laughs) But there are a lot of people that live in this. And now you have AI and all of this other stuff. So it's in a world that's kind of become corrupt Mm -hmm. with a lot of virtual stuff. It's nice to have something tangible. And so maybe it's a green shoot. Maybe it's a good thing that people are using a credit score um, as some sort of oh, dating marker. Absolutely. You know, as opposed to gatekeeping, right? To keeping you out. And I was telling you this earlier, LinkedIn has become 
a second, like a gray market for dating. <laughs> and you were and laughing love, at me. I love that for you business people on LinkedIn. I love that for you. It's for anyone I with a job. It's not just business people, but it's funny. So I've been asking a lot of my friends, I'm like, are you getting this? And they're like, oh my God. So it's becoming a way that you can verify someone's employment, their education, in not a Facebook stalking way, but in a professional, professional but way. But how do you even reach out to somebody on LinkedIn? Because, I mean, it's a very, in my mind, it's a very professional site. And you, you would think be very oh, professional. No. Um, one no? stint on Mike Broomhead's show, honey, let me just tell you. <laughs> the LinkedIn blows up. Thanks, okay. Mike. <laughs> All right. This is the new Facebook. Oh, please, God, God, I hope people. not. Please, God, I hope not. Because that's a whole other issue. I can't. It's just not good. Um, to your point. So the Tinder, which is the kind of temporary hook up, for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. dating site, which we're not going to even call dating, but whatever, social site. Yeah. So they launched a premium account, $499 a month for premium tender, which I don't even know what that means. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, and it's not about not about your credit score. So I'm going to let you guys ponder that. And we're going to come back with more. I'm Kristen Bentz. This is KTAR and I'm filling in for Mike Broomhead. Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. All right, everybody. Home stretch on this President's Day Monday. It's Kristen Bentz, if you don't know, filling in for Mike Broomhead on KTAR today. And welcome, if you're just joining us. Um, You know, Mike told me the last time he admonished me and said, you know, please no more Taylor. My listeners can't listen. They can't handle it. But you know what? Taylor doesn't get all the props all the time, right? She can't do everything. Like, do you need to do everything? Do you need credit for everything? (laughs) So there's an article out, and um, I was admonished by um, one of our lovely Cronkite ASU alums telling me that Swifties would never condone this data that I'm sharing with you today. (laughs) So on that note, do listen. This term. So I guess there's this whole new term about traveling to see a show called gig tripping, which sounds like maybe mushrooms may be involved. I don't know. Yeah, it definitely sounds like. We've been like- talking a lot today about magic mushrooms on the KTAR, but so they're talking about, oh my gosh, people are traveling to the last leg of her show internationally and they're spending all this money and they're renting hotel rooms and they're showing up. Well, that just sounds like following the dead to me. But, you know, I'm old school. Right. Back in the day, I'm a Lollapalooza girl. I am not a Coachella girl, thankfully. <laughs> um, I won't talk about Burning Man. Wasn't me. Stagecoach. Wasn't me. Stagecoach. Um, adjacent. <laughs> okay. Details are sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> but people are really giving Taylor, uh, this poor girl, here's the thing. I'm not a huge fan, but I am a fan of her ability, her intellect, um, her musicianship and her people and she's smart and th- you're going to hate me for this a lot of folks not you Jess but many people I could never hate you she and Trump have the same kind of like 3D chess situation in their heads the way they play oh yeah the strategy the strategy the movements the merchandising what they do who they yeah. date um, they're so clever her people are very smart and so 
people are kind of bashing her for this, you know, oh, you took credit. She's not taking credit. People no, it's trying- just some, you know, reporter, clickbait writer, you know, clickbait on a Monday, just like it was a couple weeks ago when a New York Times decided to credit Travis Kelsey with the, the fade. fade. Stop it. Which originated in the military. So. so thankfully he was smart enough to shut his mouth Yeah, for once. And not take credit for that. Yeah, he was very, very and, uh, humble. And I think while we're at it, his people are actually quite clever because, and everyone's going to hate me for this, but I think that this whole relationship was kind of put together in a boardroom at CAA, but that's just me and between <laughs> you, me and the lampposts and Jess. So we'll see the longevity of this relationship and whatnot. They seem like two very smart business people. Travis, in the last few years, even before Taylor, him and his agent has have made it a priority to put him into stardom and give him a name and a brand beyond just the NFL. So when Taylor started hitting all the newspapers for her era's tour. It just seemed like a really good fit at the time. And it's Travis fantastic. shot a shot and good for him. Yeah. So we'll see but how you long cannot that lasts. continue to credit people for silly things like a fade and gig tripping, which have both been going on for pre-existing. decades. Pre-existing conditions. All because you want to put their name in your headlines so that way people will click on the article, which I will admit it worked for me (laughs) yesterday. This is true, but the Swifties in the newsroom here at KTAR beg to differ and they burst in with a flurry after our segment to let us know and voice their opinion how that would never be condoned by the Swifty Nation and how dare I. But this is the kind of thought-provoking material that I provide. Yeah. And I'm sure Mike is so grateful for Only it. Only when Kristen Benz fills in. Only when Kristen Benz fills in. And Mike is going to be so thankful someday. I know But he these will. are the real debates that we have but, as a society. But to your point, here's the thing. All of these people, pundits, etc., are trying to force her hand into declaring one candidate over the other. Right? Yeah. I mean... Right now, it's just the year of Taylor Swift. You you can't... And she's banking on it. She's extended her tour internationally. So exactly. this is her time. So if you have that much momentum behind your name and you're going into an election year, it's kind of hand in hand, especially since she's gotten so political as of late, Well, which, is, which wasn't part of her brand for over a decade. I think that it's career suicide for her if she backs any candidate. <clears throat> And I think oh, the yeah. core of her young, well, they're not young anymore, but at the time, they were all very conservative, country-leaning listeners. Yes. And now those girls have grown up. Well, and then she's also brought in a, a big share of the Gen Z. Gen Z picked up. Yeah. So it's, and I also find that it's very weird. She's like a 34, 35-year-old woman, and yet continuing to market to teenage girls but then also deciding that she's now a woman and she gets a voice when it comes to politics because she feels like she can make a change. I mean, well, and indeed she could because she has that she has that brand power right now, but you don't have to do all the things all the time. No. So I think it would be very dangerous for her at this point to back a candidate. I think she would be better served telling folks to vote. Yes. 
Yeah, and just getting, leave it to Rock the Vote and then move on. Yeah, I miss Kurt Loader and I miss the MTV and I miss the Rock to Vote. Oh, and TRL. And TRL. And those were the days. Those were the days, girl. I'm so glad Jess is here. I'm Kristen Bentz filling in for Mike Broomhood. We're going to take a tiny little break and we'll be back. Strong values and strong opinions. The Mike Broomhead Show, KTAR News, 92.3 FM, and the KTAR News app. Oh, hey, everyone. Hey, uh, a little like throwback old school on this Monday, President's Day. It's Kristen Bentz filling in for Mike Broomhead on KTAR. And I'm so glad you're with us on this home stretch. All right. So I got a question for you, just between you and me and the lamppost. Have you seen the Trump sneaks? It's a thing. Jess. Yeah, I saw him. So what do you think? I'm not a sneakerhead. I am not a sneakerhead. So what do we got? We got a price point, $399. $399 doll hairs. That seems like... It's very Trumpian. It's very Trumpian. Also, the shoe is very Trumpian with the majority of it being gold. But... Um, <laughs> That's true. I think the price point's very fair for the sneaker market. Um, it's now, not cheap to get into that game. True that. Um just playing devil's advocate here, I'm thinking there may be some copyright infringement lawsuits on the shoe because it looks very similar to a Nike without the Nike swoosh. Yeah. Not that I don't love it. I'm just saying this might be an issue. So get ready because apparently they're suing him for everything all the time, every day. Well, and I find retail to be very interesting in that aspect of lawsuits and... Uh, copyright infringement, trademark law. Mm -hmm. I find all that very interesting because you can have um, somebody, you know, I know there's in the shoe game, there's people who paint shoes. So that's the whole side of the market too. And then you have to be careful because then you can get copyright infringement and trademark infringement if you leave yeah. certain brands on that shoe exactly. or they can go after you for using their shoe to make another sale because you painted it. It's all very convoluted. But yet Kanye just kind of gets to just filter all of that out. Yeah. Why does he get a pass? This is what I need to know. He's a visionary. Girl. <laughs> Don't get me started on Kanye. So yeah, so I just find it hilarious and funny and Trumpian that of course he comes out. Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't Donald Trump come out with his own pair of dunks yeah. that are gold and um, benefiting no charity? No. <laughs> no. I mean, do you remember Trumpy Bear? I love Trumpy Bear. I mean. One of my friends has Trumpy Bear. Really? <laughs> yeah. And his dogs love it. And he's got the hat on it and everything. Trumpy Bear was cute. I wouldn't say Trumpy Bear was cute. He had a Make America Great hat on. I mean, that doesn't... I never even liked... I love Trump. I never thought the Make America Great Again hat was very fashionable. Well... It's a great statement, but it's not very fashionable. One, it's become iconic. I would never but, say it is fashionable, hello, but I do think it's hilarious. And I think on a giant bear, it's even better. <laughs> with the, He does look pretty cute with the suit. I know. <laughs> and the red tie, the yeah. red power tie. I don't know. I think it's hilarious. So when I lived in New York, I ran into him. True story. 
at this club called Lot 61. It was very fancy. And he literally does wear that suit with the red tie every day. Like, that's his uniform. Yeah, and he really does dance like that, too. And he really does, which I totally love, by the way. It's like an Elaine Bennis, this is before your time, a Seinfeld dance. People oh, out here okay. that know what I'm talking about, you like get this. So I ran into him in Melania. And yes, she scowls like that all the time. Like that's just her resting Melania face. Yeah. She's not hating you. I mean, she probably is. But she just has like the scowl face. Stunning. And so I bumped into him like trying to get through this club. And it's all lit with candlelight. And there he is in the red tie. And he's super tall. And she's there hating you. And you're like trying to pass him. I'm like, Donald Trump. Oh, my God. I love you. And he was like, uh-huh. And he was like, move. <laughs> yeah, he probably gets that all the time. He was time. like, please get this crazy white girl out of my way. Uh, yeah. It's like, that's why I pay money to come yeah, into this place. Yeah, he was place, like, so I don't why are you in this? the riffraff? You're not even supposed to be in VIP. <laughs> but will this get. translate to votes? Like, is he trying to go after that cultural demographic exactly. yes i think he is like and i the think sneakerheads like yeah i don't when i picture sneakerheads i don't picture trump fans true but i think there is a whole here's the thing i think the way the economy is all bets are off and all of these demographics that you wouldn't think would traditionally be in the trump camp are latinos latinas yeah um african-american males are trending very high with him yeah. and he's targeting african-american it seems females like the only group he's suffering with is like college educated white women yes everywhere else he seems to have made strides. enormous strides since the last time he ran Okay, so this is a chink in his armor, and you know, is Biden going to jump on that with his doddering TikTok campaign? Like, I don't think. Here's the thing: that is a a point to exploit, right? So, if I'm, you know, a strategist, a political strategist, I'm like, look, this is your, your loophole right here. Mm-hmm. Target these girls. Yeah, I don't see him taking advantage of that. I don't see him doing anything. No, no, Biden, you're talking about? Yes, yeah. No, well, he's not really taking advantage of much to begin with. True that. So, because there's not much to be taken (laughs) advantage of. And we digress. (laughs) And that's our commentary for the day, people. And that's all I have to say about that on President's Day. Oh my gosh. Mike Broomhead, thank you so much for pinch hitting today on KTR. Jess Welch, thanks for producing me and making me the best I can be. Thanks for having me. Go be great.